te manda aquí la clave Que te rimo guaguanco Que esto es lo que existe Y también está mi chamaco Nadie nos resiste Aunque estamos bravos La chamaca es brava Esta vida es brava Y yo también soy bravo Por eso lo que repita son los cueros Aquí lo que suena es fuego Hello, one. How's everyone doing today? It is Wanda, Salty Coffee host. What's going on? It's Sunday. I'm exhausted a little bit. Are you exhausted as I am? I just got back from South Carolina and hoo I'm really exhausted. So what are you guys doing? It's June 27th, 7 p.m. Eastern time, all the way from the Bronx. Salty Coffee is a podcast to empower, inspire, entertain, and inform. Our topics include parenting, relationships, finances, education, workforce, and many, many more. I am 51 years old. I was born in Brooklyn, raised in Washington Heights, and now living in the Bronx. It's called the Bronx, all right? Let's get it right, the Bronx. El Bron. Listeners will enjoy a few minutes of peace and joy on Mellow Mondays, every Monday at 8 p.m. Listen, when you add a little salt to your coffee, you get the bitterness away. So let's do that. Announcements, announcements, announcements. Congratulations. Congratulations to Alba Feliz, who is now our District 15 City Council in the Bronx. He had run so many campaigns. He was the one that came and knocking on my door, and I interviewed him, and now he's our city council. Congratulations again to Oswald Feliz and his team. He has a wonderful team. You know what? His team, his campaign manager is a woman, and she's a, a African-American lady. And you know what? She, I'm sure she's doing all the work, but hey, who am I? This Friday, July 2nd, we're going to meet Linda Collier, who is our sexiest poet right now. She was the one who wrote Energetic Man, and they made it into a song. They have a track out there, Energetic Man, with Music and Me by A. Shalon. So if you want to listen to um, Energetic Man, just go ahead and follow me on... Uh, oh, child, I forgot where I'm at. <laughs> All right. I'm on YouTube right now. I'm on Facebook, the like page. I am on personal page, Wanda Suero, and I am on Twitch right now. But after this broadcast, everything is going to be where it's supposed to be on a podcast on Spotify, Radio Public, Breaker, Google Podcasts, and what's the other one? What's the other one? Anchor. <laughs> Listen. Tonight, we're going to meet. Oh, you guys want to see my beautiful face? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because I just did my head. Hey, how's everyone doing? Woohoo! 
Listen, I'm not that person, though. That's not me. All right. I know it's Sunday. And guess what? I got off the plane. Oh, wait a minute. We have a comment. Hi, Lirian. How are you? Welcome, welcome, welcome. You're going to meet tonight. Ta-da. You should all know already, right? DJ Treehouse. And, you know, we met. But before I introduce you to her, let me give you a little, let me give you a little, little taste of the tree. I can't get no sleep. Your touch is making me weak. I've got to have your love. You're the one I'm thinking of. I can't get no sleep. I'm thinking of you. tell you a little story of how we met right because ah, i'm so excited um we met on memorial day weekend at shirley's lounge at dj kelly kell's place right um i went there you know i just went to her meet and greet and then we went to the actual event the following day that saturday and you know we talked and i'm like oh my god let me hear your music and when i heard one or two of her sets, I immediately, I don't know why, but the first thing that came to my mind is academics, you know, fraternity, sorority. And I'm like, this is really different. And I'm still in the learning process of DJing and music and specifically house music. And I'm like, what, what, what is house music? You know, I know what house music is to me because I grew up in Washington Heights and I grew up with the underground house music stuff so i i know what i like but i didn't realize that there's a whole bunch of underlining house genres and the good thing about house music is that it's non-violent it's spiritual and it is what it is you either like it or you don't right but the good thing about house music is that when when you don't like it but you listen to someone else play or you listen to somebody else's you know spirituality pretty much that's when you're like wait a minute wait a minute this is this is house music and then it's like yeah that's house music so i'm gonna let this the djs tell what it is because i definitely can't do a good job at it obviously so here we are and hello dj tree how are you and her beautiful partner Wife. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Ro. How are you? Hi, Wanda. How you doing? I'm great. I'm a little bit, you know, like you would you would never think that I just got out of a plane, right? And then just did my hair and you know, they're like, Oh, that must be like an old video clip that she did, you know. <laughs> your your hair looks fabulous. No, you look good. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank I, you. I like that height on them bangs. It's cute. I know. Did you see did you see me on the video? 
of this weekend, how my hair was. It was yeah. just like a fro, <laughs> but you know. It's hot in South Carolina. It's hot. It's uh, I know. Well, I mean, I couldn't do this in South Carolina. So, <laughs> I know. Listen, don't be nervous. Nah. <laughs> okay. Not at How all. How you guys doing? What you guys do for, for Pride Week? Did you do anything special? Oh, we always go to the bars. You know what I mean? Go have a drink at Felix's. Midtown Moon. You know, step out and do all that pretty much. Is so, that me? Who's thinking? Uh, that's her. That's her. Oh, your friends and family are saying hello. Yeah. Right. <laughs> all right. All so, right so DJ Treat, tell me a little bit about yourself. Um, not you know whatever you want to share. Who are you? Where you're from? Where were you born? And based on your responses, I may you know ask you a couple of follow-up questions. You know, because people want to know. All right. So tell me, who are you? Well, I was born in Charleston, South Carolina. It's kind of small, you know, not really so big, but still a beach town. Um, you know, great food, pretty much the Gullah background. You know, when oh, I go sorry. home, when I go home, it's nothing but like good island food. My wife is a witness to that. It's good food. Okay, Charleston is awesome for the food. Seafood is amazing. Yes. But, you know, my family, you know, basically my family, a lot of military background in my family, but also, you know, just music and the love and everything like that, that I grew up on. I grew up listening to Stevie Wonder and Jackson 5, and I might be telling my age a little bit too <laughs> in that process. My first um, pretty much cassette tape was Earth, Wind & Fire. First song was Love Holiday. I love that song. Um, Cause I just remember having my boom box and doing all that. And just, that's my background pretty much in Charleston. You know, I was raised with music. You know what I mean? I didn't raise really, in the church. Yes. Uh, Christian. Did you, family. Say, did you <laughs> say boom box? Wait, wait, let's rewind. Let's rewind a little bit. A boom box. Ladies, ladies and gentlemen, she said boom box. Yes. So was it uh, a track? <laughs> hey, it was actually a cassette. It was a cassette. It was oh, a I know. Track. It had but, to have been. But one cassette, you know, a double deck. It was a double deck. Okay, I had the double deck. I That's was right. Track. Okay. Yeah. I had the hanger hanging off of there for the antenna. And I was sitting there <laughs> playing my Earth, Wind, and Fire. I was like, what, eight years old? You know. Yeah, that was so my let me let me ask you something. Did you do what everybody else did that you listened to the radio and then you had to like pause for the commercials so that yeah. you can get the song? Make oh your my god, I thought I was the only one that did that. No, so, you gotta make your mixtape, man. You gotta, you gotta have so, your so do you think okay? So you said Charleston, right? Is that where you were uh -huh. born? Yes. And this is in South Carolina? Uh-huh. I heard that Charleston in South Carolina is very spiritual. Yes. So, yes. so what, uh, what happened and, and is also predominantly military still, right? Yeah. Yeah. What, what, um, happened that you left Charleston? When did you actually leave Charleston? Wow. I left Charleston, uh, when I was 24. Yeah. No, about well, 24. Okay. Well, she's got it. 24. <laughs> <laughs> we were dating by then. We were dating by then. Okay. 
But um, I pretty much left Charleston around that time. And my reason for leaving is because I love, I've always been in a small city and I've always felt like I should be in a big city. And like, whenever I meet people, they're like, oh, you're from New York or you're from Cali. And I'm like, no, not really. <laughs> I'm from Charleston, South Carolina, but I've always wanted to, you know, make that move to a big city. So we decided to move to Atlanta, Georgia. And okay. we, you know, cause we did the music scene in Charleston, which is good. There's still a really good, um, it's like an EDM breakbeat scene. So that's why I get most of my old like music or whatever from that's different. You know what I mean? Like not a lot of househeads hear that. They're like, whoa. And I was like, they, they got that from an old house song. Cause I'm, you know, I'm older cause I know where the original comes from. <laughs> so I was like, all you doing is throwing a beat on it. And I was like, I know where that comes from. I was like, I could do this, you know? And I started our journey here in Atlanta with the scene and the scene in Atlanta at the time when we moved was a big EDM scene. Um, it wasn't, What's in it wasn't house. house music or house DJ. Yeah. Everybody was doing EDM, dubstep, yeah. uh, drum and bass. Wait, oh. slow down, slow down. EDM, <laughs> dubstep. What is that? Uh, dubstep is kind of like, like um, high energy. It it's all like about boom, 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 yeah, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, that's all. Oh. Faster, oh, okay. it gets a little uh, crazy. Yeah. Oh, really? It's hard to dance to that. Yeah, it is. So oh, we call we call that merengue ripiao. Oh, oh okay. yeah. <laughs> the quick yeah. It's different. So when we got here, okay. I was like, okay, they're not doing break beats like Charleston. You know, they're they're doing some other stuff. And yes. I was just like, how can I incorporate that, my style into that? And still, you know, I like to keep myself open to everything because I love music, period. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so do you play everything pretty much? I, I pretty do. Much. Yeah. Okay. I, whatever you know, I feel or I'm feeling, you might hear okay. a good 90s hip hop. You might hear a good house track. You might hear okay. mixture. So, so if, I have to, if I have to hire you for quinceañera, uh -huh. <laughs> you, you'll be able to do it, right? I'll do it. Mexican style. <laughs> hey, I, I will do my research and I'll do it. I deliver. I like that. I like that. Because diversity, diversity is a big thing, right? Yeah. And, um, so let's go back to Charleston. Uh -huh. You left when you were 20 something while yep. you were in Charleston. What, what were you doing? Like, what was life like? Because I, I really want to go visit Charleston because DJ Kelly Kel made it. Um, she gave us a little oh, tour yeah. of Columbia, yeah. but she really told us a lot about the history of Charleston. And mm -hmm. I want to do more research on it because I'm looking for a place to retire. That's just what I'm doing right now. But give me a little bit of what life was like for you in your 20s and your teens. Like, what was that like over there? Well, in my teens, it was more like I wasn't out the closet yet. So it was very private. Okay. <laughs> you know, I did things on the low. But when I got to my 20s and I came out to my family, which that's baby steps with my family. They're awesome now. <laughs> I'm not saying that they were bad then, but it was definitely a challenge <laughs> because you know coming from a christian family in the background they didn't understand it but they they understand now okay. you know love is love so but my 20s i went to all the parties all the raves and everything like that in charleston i experienced dancers music 
I got to, I'm a visual learner. So I learned how to, you know, visually spin music by watching DJs, you know, right. by looking at them, put on these tracks, by looking at them, scratch this record. And I just taught myself, you know, how to do that. And I was like, wow, I think I want to pursue this, but I wasn't ready because I was partying. I was in my 20s. So, <laughs> so people are already thinking you're in your 20s. I know. So, <laughs> I'm not going to say much after the, the double deck, <laughs> you know, tape deck. Yeah. comment that you guys made Ro but um <laughs> give me uh, um tell us a little bit more about the mute not the music but um how how did you learn your how were you self-taught with that like because were you self-teaching yourself how to do it through like I just mentioned before you listen to the radio you you record you record right that must be like amazing like amazing thing right because you we didn't have, did we have Google back then? We didn't have oh, it. No. no. We didn't have <laughs> internet. We didn't have the internet. Barely. Oh you my God, we're old. AOL and Yahoo. <laughs> we didn't have anything. So all yeah. we had was what, the radio? Yeah. And, and maybe the TV? Yeah, that's mm -hmm. it. Soul Train? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Because even MTV wasn't really like, cable wasn't really a thing. Yeah, um, if I if I if I'm correct, right? Because I'm a little bit older than you. Yeah, like, just a little. Bit. No, I mean, I'm just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, you know, I taught myself. It was just a, yeah. Tell us how you. What did you do? Like, how did you really? You said you went to clubs and you saw DJs. What were they right. playing with? The, well, the back then we knew well, a back lot then, of DJs. It was like house parties were the thing. So we went to a lot of house parties and, and they the have DJs a DJ. Let her. Okay. Play, with play. Them, play with the yeah. whatever you call those yeah. things. I don't know what well, after the <laughs> album, she would know. Yeah, the after, ventures? yeah, they would let me, Console, you know, I think, or vinyl. Yeah, the vinyls. They would let me play after their set. Of course, nobody is there now. You know, the energy is down. But they would be like, "Go ahead, go ahead, step up on there, touch buttons," and I would just be, you know, I get lost. I like that. Yeah, yeah. So. You know that that was like South Carolina DJs are pretty. Okay. They're a lot more they're, nicer yeah. than the Atlanta ones, <laughs> and we'll get to that a little bit later. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> but so, uh, go ahead. Sorry. No, that's just what I did at at a house party. I would be like, "Hey, can I can I jump on real quick? Can I learn? Can I do that?" And they'd be like, "Yeah, go ahead." So, were you a dancer first, or you just love music first? Oh, I was definitely a dancer. Was pretty good at it too. I just okay. didn't pursue it or anything like that, but I definitely danced the entire time I was at a party and I would always meet everybody. Yeah. And I always meet the DJs. I've always get back there and they'd be like, oh, go ahead, you know, spin this, do that. And, and, and I like that because when we used to party and club, it's not like now. Like uh -uh. when we used to party and club, it was, you know, about the dancing and the music. It wasn't yeah. about anything else. Nothing and, else. It's just yeah. the there was no line. Yeah, it was like, like what? Line. There was no like, you know, picking who they wanted in the club to make people right. believe that some shit was happening. <laughs> <laughs> it was real. It was real. So it, this was still in Charleston, right? We're still in Charleston. Yes, we're still in Charleston. So how was the like? What was the club life like? Was it because you were a, a very religious? community right 
It is, but it's, no, Charleston parties, okay? Oh, okay. <laughs> Even okay. though it's uh, okay. religious, you know, they still, they they party. It's just like okay. a normal, you know, club. It was only one or two gay clubs, though. <laughs> you know what I mean? None, that's fine. Everybody went there. It wasn't just gay people that went there. Like, everybody yeah. went there. So it was just like a party. So it, it was good. So before you left Charleston, um, did you encounter any issues? Like, did you come out when you were in Charleston or this was after? No, I came out when I was in Charleston. Okay. And, yeah. and was, 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 did you feel relieved? Like, how did that, like, how did that, did you learn more after you came yeah. out about people and yourself? Well, I was only nervous about coming out to my mom because <laughs> I was like, uh, you know, I was like, is she going to be mad or, you know, react crazy. And once she validated it, I didn't care about anybody else because anything that happened, it didn't even matter. Yeah. yeah. So, so you were free and open and you had the love and unconditional love from your mom. Yes. yes. And that's awesome. Cause who better else than your mom, right? Yeah. To, to, yeah. To, not even to validate it, but to, to, to accept yes. it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and love you still because you right. know, it is what it is. Like, right. I, I'm still learning, you know, yeah. and I live in New York and we like to us as normal, like we grew up with it and we always knew that there was, you know, someone in the family that was different. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But nobody talked <laughs> oh, about yeah. it because it was normal for us. It was like, oh, yeah, he doesn't date girls. He dates guys. You know, like that was just yeah. a normal thing for us in New York, especially Latinos, you know some families uh, uh, embrace it and some don't but it was nothing you know it was nothing to like talk about or anything like that it was just right. hey that's what they want let them live their life right we're right. not paying their bills <laughs> right <laughs> so what why did you decide to leave charleston what um, happened there? well i wanted to pursue music and dancing i wanted the opportunity i wanted to live in a, a city where i could oh possibly become a dj possibly become a dancer i didn't even know i was going to be a dj really and pursue it i was just like i just did it sometimes and then she was just like i think you might be really good at this <laughs> i thought you wanted to move to atlanta because you just wanted to be you wanted gay out that's true <laughs> i did want to gay out i wanted more gay clubs i wanted that bigger scene yeah. <laughs> so that year you can be out more in Charleston. You really can be in Charleston yourself because it's yeah. less stairs. It's yeah. less stairs. You a know, small city. So people look at you. They're like, whoa. And here I could walk past somebody and it, they don't even pay me any mind. Yeah. So that's a good that's a good thing. And sometimes it's not because sometimes it's like, yo, I'm a DJ. Like, I'm on, here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I like to hire me. Yeah. <laughs> It just that's depends. awesome. So you so you pretty much left so that because you had bigger dreams and you had, you know, you was yeah. you, you knew that that community was more embraceive and more. Um, yeah, that's this is it. This is what we do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But does that become more competitive now at this point? Yeah. Being so in Atlanta now, it has because the past couple of years, I believe that. There's a lot more house clubs and house DJs. For some reason, they just it's started coming out. Up, it's popping out you like know. everywhere. Um, and you know why, right? Because past COVID, 
I think we're supposed to be healers now. So we're supposed to be listening. You know, they say we're in the age of Aquarius or some stuff like that. Uh, and, and so we're supposed to be in the healing process. So yep. we were in, in Pisces age before and the Pisces age was more of, you know, like, uh, do you guys know what Fordism is? Actually, no. Yeah. Well, so Fordism is from the Ford company. Right. That the idea is that every family should have a house with a white picket fence and the car and, uh, and the TV and the, you know, the easy uh, the American life. Dream. The American dream, <laughs> right? But okay. then now with the age of Aquarius, we're supposed to be in the healing process. We're supposed to connect with the earth. We're supposed to connect spiritually together, all of us. Oh, right? I like that. Yeah. Okay. So I think that's I think that's where it's going now, you know, like less rap music and less violence, less this more love. Less, yeah, let's go to okay, the love yeah. thing. You know, the Age of Aquarius movie, you know, like some the hippies. Yeah. Uh, so we're the hippies of you know back then for I the millennials, it. right? <laughs> I mean, that's the way I'm looking at it. You know, yeah. like I think people are, are really connecting more, you know, even though this country continues to put us in little boxes. I think we, we're we're coming out the box, you know, yeah. and, and and just loving each other just for what you know. I have to say that I heard three of your tracks, and it's totally different, totally something new. So I get it, you know. I got um, booted out of Instagram for posting <laughs> your little clip. Guess what? Guess what? I didn't even know that was La India. Clean. <laughs> I've been listening to La India Spanish music forever. Yeah. So, oh, wow. Yeah. So I'm like, wait, what? That's La India? Because yeah. they told me they're like, you can't post this. You know, this is oh, right, like, right. Are you kidding me? I told you I play everything. So I like to keep everything, whatever it comes to my mind. I, I just like to play it. I think it should just be there. You know. I really like that. I really like that a lot because. Um, I've been to a couple of house parties recently mm -hmm. and I don't know. It's just like the same stuff to me. Yeah. Maybe I need, I need to go out. So <laughs> yeah, no, maybe I need to go out more and, right. and visit other places where house music is played at, but I'm glad that you and I met in, um, South Carolina mm -hmm. at Shirley's lounge because I would have never been exposed to someone else from another state. You know, it's pre right. predominantly Chicago, New York, right. New Jersey, like the tri-state right, right, right. area, whatever. <laughs> but, no, and I'm not knocking any of the DJs from here. Mm -hmm. I just, I just, I'm experiencing, because this is new for me as well. I'm just experiencing that this is pretty much the same. Like if I start hearing the same thing i'm like okay so is everybody just listening to Playing all the other djs and <laughs> well the thing with house music is not just about the beat but if the beats start becoming monotonous yeah then they need like to the do same, something else you need to play the same that beat, means they're 20 just minutes. not doing what they're supposed <laughs> to but then again we're women saying this you know and yeah so we're gonna get into that in a minute right <laughs> so right. you you Identify that you want to be a, D, a DJ. Before yeah. be doing a DJ, what did you do as uh, finances to support yourself? Right. Well, I've been you know, waiting tables, bartending. Okay. Um, that's usually my go-to um, to support 
my DJ stuff. Of course, you know what I mean? When I first bought my first tables, I mean, I had to save up for it. Because when I bought it, I told her, I was like, if I'm going to buy this, I'm going to be good at it. Because this is how much money I'm going to spend. <laughs> and I'm not going to let it sit off on the side or, you know, give you up on the screen. You said if you buy this first equipment, this is it. We're doing it. Yeah. And that's and, what we've been doing ever since. Uh, yes. So I saved my money, did that. And it was, uh, you know, it was a lot. And, you know, serving, definitely serving in Atlanta, more money than it would have been in Charleston. So I had to leave Charleston, see, leave South Carolina to make that happen. So that was, that's how I did it. I mean, I mean, working. serving gives you the flexibility to be a DJ on and whenever you need to. That's true. Not like corporate America. Yeah. And bartending is like, you know, nightlife. So it's And I heard in Georgia, the, the workforce is kind of not easy either. Because I heard, I heard finding a like a, a livable way, living wage, salary, work no. is not easy. Yeah, is you that, need is that like true? Two jobs maybe. Yeah. Or you did Barton, and you know you can make some, you can make over like four hundred a night, five hundred a night, some places. Okay. You it know really what I mean? depends on where you want to live too. Yeah. Okay. That's another did you thing. Ever, did you go to college or no? I had some college, but you know, after two years of college, I didn't even know what I wanted to do. To do. It was like it. college was like eh. I met all these amazing people. <laughs> you know, I I kind of party. And it's funny oh, that you said that because when I listened to your music, that's what I was I was thinking. I was like, oh, she must have played in all the parties at, at the <laughs> at the dorms, you know, dorm tree. Let's go tree yeah. tree party. Let's go. Yeah. That's what I I really honestly that's what I thought. You know, you got it from like literally playing in college settings, um, but the, maybe, the house parties, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I don't know how that works in in the don't. I mean, I work at a college, but it's not. I don't get to see that life for them. Yeah, I'm there in the daytime. I went so, to college. Yeah, so you you invested. You took time to invest in yourself by purchasing yeah. this equipment. Uh -huh. So was it what what type of equipment was it? Because now I'm learning also that there's a whole bunch of different ways of well, doing. There's a lot. This first is the all, first one. Well, it's a controller. The oh, that's so cute. Yeah. Look at it. I know, right? But I'm getting a bigger one soon, too. That's going to be great. Okay. Um, but listen, it does, the, it does the job, right? Oh, that's awesome. I'm going to keep that forever. That's my first controller. Right. Like, I, I think I'll put it in a plaque or something, right. yeah. hang it up, because <laughs> it's going to be worth, it's going to be something. But um, getting so a MacBook. How, how do you? That was. Give us a little bit of what the mix you said a controller. So mm -hmm. what does the controller do? Like it's just there um, by itself. Do you plug it in to a oh, laptop? You have to, have, you have to have a laptop. Um okay. pretty much with that controller. Because they have some controllers where you don't need that. You can do like um I don't want to get too technical on you, but you can you do listen. like the USB and the, the okay. other things. So it's actually compared to when you um were in Charleston. You're looking at this like, oh, this is easier. Is that what it is? It's more simpler? Yeah, it is. Um, I rather play on a controller. I mean, I can do the the vinyl. I can do that other stuff. And that's another big thing. Like some DJs didn't respect you if you didn't play vinyl. You know what I mean? 
when I started out, because they were like, well, if you don't play vinyl, you're not a real DJ. And I was just like, but I'm spending my money on this controller. You gonna buy me some vinyls? This is you this know? is what you this is what you're asking. I'm getting close to the mic. <laughs> this is what you're asking. What did you do? What did you do before the vinyl? Right. <laughs> you it had was a an, box. It was no, not even. It was a whole orchestra band, a whole band. You had to get the instruments up in here. You yes. had to get the the trumpet players, the flute players, the conga players. Like hello, yes. and I'm sure they said the same thing. Oh, so you guys with your little needle song. <laughs> you know what right. like, yes. What's gonna happen? Like what's gonna? It is what it is. We evolve, right? Yes. But but it's good to take the criticism because, but at least you know how to play, you know, from CDJs, you said? Yeah. What, what was before yeah. the controller? This is just a controller. controller. It's just a mixer. A new a controller. controller. Yeah. That's what, Um, it's just the two channel. I'm going to get a four channel. Soon. Okay. Okay. Um, but you also had to buy a MacBook, you know what I mean? A good laptop and all of that, you know, costs money. Uh, you speakers, hook it up to your Serato. Yeah, hook it up to my Serato. You got to buy the right program, and there's just things out there. Then I was just like, okay, if I'm spending five hundred plus on all of these things, I need to really do this. <laughs> and this not gonna. I just didn't want to have this here and be like, I'm not a DJ. That would okay. not be cool. So what? So now you're in Atlanta. How has that been for you? In because okay, you say you left in your twenties, right? Your so, your tape deck chick. twenties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so when we got to Atlanta, it was definitely fun because then we started kind of venturing out to their parties and okay. meeting those promoters and partying with them and getting connected with a lot of, you know, on the EDM scene and the dubstep scene, like I was explaining um, in Atlanta, cause that's definitely a lot. It's, it's live here with that. Okay. okay. And that's why I get some of my music, you know, from there too, you know, and I bring it into house music. I bring it to where everybody can hear. And I okay. try to create a style where house heads can understand. Like, this is why I like this track. You know what I mean? I can make this house. So that's I'm it. not a house head, but I get it. Yeah. <laughs> that's what the house is about. If you get it, you got it. Yeah. That's right. That's right. I agree. Yeah. So yeah. when you, so you're in, in Atlanta, mm -hmm. you're in your 20s. Right. Now almost. So how long have you been doing this overall together? Um, DJing, yeah, a good six actively pursuing, like a good six years. Okay, okay, yeah. Um, as far as you know, doing gigs, getting putting myself out there saying I'm a DJ because when I first started, I was like, I don't, I don't know, my friend Jackie was like, respect yourself and say you're a DJ. And I was like, <laughs> but I'm not, he was like, you have that equipment over there, you made that song. You're a DJ. Stop saying that. Exactly. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm a DJ. So a solid <laughs> six years of um, our company and doing what we're doing. That's what we've been doing. What's the name of the company? Uh, Rowan Tree Productions. Okay. She wants to change it, but I just, I, I like that. 
She's the DJ, so I have to go with what she wants. Right, right. (laughs) She hired you, huh? (laughs) No, I forced her. (laughs) I forced her. I work for her. Yeah. I kind of. Well, I'll I'll rephrase it. You're working with her because (laughs) we had this conversation. Yeah. yeah. And I said, you know, you can never mix, you know, family with business. Unless, you know, like you really in a family business per se, right? Right. So you, you should all get involved, involve your family, make sure the branding is what you want it to represent, which is, right. treat, you know, because I always look at things like it's not just the DJ, right? Right. It's, it's a learning process. You want to meet other DJs who have been doing it for years. And even though they say, you know, oh, why you only play with this? You know, why you only why you're not doing vinyls? Right. That's okay because you're learning from it and accept, you know, take it, take it in. But you also, in my opinion, respond by saying, This is the new thing now. You it know, yeah. young kids who are <laughs> like born with an iPad in their hand, <laughs> like right. they don't. You can't go with the vinyls and bring the crates and they're exactly. like, I need so, a So it's, it's like, all in the mind and yeah. the way of thinking and right. thinking about monetizing, not just by doing the gigs, right? right. Um, and, and, and we can work on that, continue to work on that, just like I worked with other people um, on this platform, Salty Coffee, because that's what we do. But where, where do you get that passion to do it like i i get it you know and it looks like you may have been through some roller coaster rides where you're like ah this is you know you may have heard someone say something to you and they're just that made you challenge yourself and like nah man i'm gonna do it or you may have heard something and like you know what they're right forget this you know i'm done but it's a good thing that you have Ro there because she's very supportive I, I I see that. And that's a good thing because you don't see that a lot in, you know, couples and partners. Right. So right. how do you balance the the educational part, the, the investing in yourself part, the working, the paying the bills, the love, the family, the, okay, are we going to get that dog or not? So cute. we well you know what me and her ever since we met or been a couple Mm -hmm. got married we've been inseparable like we've worked together we it's not always perfect of course we have normal arguments like any other couple but we've always done everything together so when this came apart i was like you could be my manager you already know my moods you know when i'm not in the mood for this she knows when she's not in the mood for nothing or we we kind of keep it the balance going so i was like she's a perfect person to do that now if i need different management we talked about that too she doesn't mind stepping down and letting this manager do what you do but she's still gonna have to talk to her i, I clearly yeah. remember when i met you you were like oh you got to talk to ro you got to lady and then you go to her you're like you need to talk to her and i'm like yeah. what's going on here i don't want to get involved in this <laughs> no, it's not that bad she wears the pants i wear cargo pants so there we go. 
So I got no, short. No, but that's that's good that you both understand each other that way yeah. because, and support each other that way because yeah. could you imagine? Really? Really? Yeah. <laughs> like, we need to pay these bills. You better get your ass to work. Exactly. I was just like, you know, work because yeah. I, do, I do that. You know, I still bartend on the mm -hmm. side. Like, I do that, but I still now I'm dedicating full time to DJing. So now we got to book more gigs. We got to, you know, get out there and do it. Do you see yourself at all in in um, sort of like just, you know, I'm done. I'm done. I'm just going to open up my own place, my own bar. And and have you have you thought about that? Um, no. Maybe not really. Not you really. know what I mean? I think our main focus is to not work for anybody else and do our own no, no, thing. No, no, this is what I'm saying. Like you yeah. buy it yourself and yeah. it's your own place. Not necessarily a bar, but okay. pretty much our business. You know okay. what I mean? Like, I guess I'm like the first client of our business because if we, we will be successful. So she wants me to that. be like Chris Jenner. She <laughs> 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 wants me to have a whole bunch of artists that I could promote and make millions off of. Once okay. I get there and be the product up there, there are going to be other people that want to be like, hey, I want to do what you do. And I'm willing to Who's help somebody. <laughs> yeah, I'm willing to help somebody. I'll be like, well, this is our company. And if we signed you with our company, we would put you on. That's how okay. it would be. Okay, you know what so I mean? I, I see the future of that. I feel like our company is going to grow. I'm not going to be the only, you know. Okay. And I'll be willing to help somebody else out. Yeah, because when you get hired to do a gig, but then it's in four different places the same day. Exactly. You know, I might need I some see. more clients. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, that makes so, sense. Would yeah. you ever do? Would you ever do a, a a bus, a mobile DJ? Like I'm just gonna come over. We do it all. Pop, 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 yeah. pop yeah, Papa we'll do it all. Yeah, yeah. definitely. That, does that happen in Atlanta? I'm look. I've seen it around. Hire but... DJs. Yeah. For the craziest stuff, just make sure you have a contract. You make people sign things, mm -hmm. and yeah, you get to have deposit up front so you don't get. Screwed. Yeah, we do deposits. Oh, because... you mean pay in half? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then in the contract, you know, my equipment. I mean things that get damaged or anything you're responsible stuff like that people drop your microphones they you mean stuff. a dj is not just someone who does this no they can do it? that and then you can get really really scared. why should i pay you <laughs> to just do what i <laughs> yeah, you you know, and, that, and that's the, that's the thing every family member's like oh tree come on over we need a little bit of music right you're like five hundred dollars. They're like, what? Exactly. Yeah, because your equipment, the insurance, my time, no has to do all the administrative work, the signing right. of the contracts, travel expenses. Yeah. There's a lot of things that come into play, you know. And people will try to take advantage of you like that. They'll really? be like, "Well, I just want you to get the exposure. I have exposure from Facebook. I don't need exposure. I need money." So. That's the real thing. Where exposure, she yeah. had um, a gig one time that she DJ for eight hours straight. Oh my god! Parking lot for one hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, 
But that was to get exposure. So it's like, let's just do it. That was a just lot. for the heck of it, but we there wasn't really a lot of you traffic. sweating right now. You acting like you were just sweating. You're like, that was a lot. That was a long day. That was a long day. I, I I can say that was a lot of music. Eight hours. Eight hours. Just straight. You know. I couldn't even sit down and listen to eight hours straight. <laughs> yeah. We did it, and you know, I wanted to, you know, tackle that, and um, it did get me some good connects and bookings for private parties after okay. that that's what okay. that's what we're living off of now private parties and bookings like that which is great because everything yeah. is opening back up so excuse me knowing what you know now mm -hmm. from back in charleston and a little bit in the early days in atlanta uh -huh. is there anything that you would do differently i um you know what i think about that question all the time and i'm gonna say no I wouldn't change anything because if you change something, I wouldn't meet the people that I've met, have the marriage that I have, have the family that I have, you know what I mean? So I wouldn't change a thing because I would do everything exactly the way it is. Awesome. Yeah. Not not even nothing, no? Nothing. Because I, 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 I'm a person I don't live with regret. I okay, was like, good. if that happened, it happened. Good. And I'll move on. So do you have any new projects aside from, you know, building your business with right, uh, right. you and Ro? Is, right. is there a specific thing that you're working on that you can share with us now? Or Well, yeah, you know, new projects, pretty much um, getting my brother who, you know, he does, he makes music and everything like that. And I've been telling him I want a house song. I want you to make me a house beat, and I want to get together and do that. So, and he's in Atlanta. He's well, actually, he's back in Charleston now, but he still oh. has his own studio and everything. Okay. So he's gonna go home and stuff. He I'm was going like, to Charleston <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah, because you know, I'm 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 really really considering moving down there. I really am. Well, coming for somebody that does this that didn't grow up there i only lived there for like a few years until i met her charleston's a really nice uh small down to earth city you have beaches you have a little bit of everything the seafood there is just totally amazing different flavor from anywhere I've ever been. Well. and i've been well. a, a, <laughs> i've been a lot of places a lot of countries but there's seafood there, Wanda. I'm telling you, you gotta go to Charleston. <laughs> I talk about it all the time. Yeah, you gotta go good. to Charleston. That's I want. I'm just gonna go for the seafood. That's yeah. what I'm gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And you can, you can party too. It's a good little retirement place to, you know. Oh, what, why should I party there when I can party in um, Shirley's Lounge? You know, like, gonna, it's not that far. That's true. It's not that far, no. Not that far. Of course, yeah. <laughs> I like that. It's a little bit of a drive, but that's okay. Yeah, no, I won't be driving. I'll just have somebody drive me around. I yeah, like that. Yeah, because when I retire, I'm just going to have, you know, like, come on, Charles. Like <laughs> yeah. so, so who who inspires you? Well, first and always, God inspires me. I mean, God has put me, he's given me a lot of blessings. He's given me her, my family, um, just a roof over my head, just being comfortable doing this. 
that's always my first inspiration. Everybody always knows. My brother calls me a Jesus freak. And I'm like, yeah, I kind of, you know, I stick with that. But the second person always is Ro. She inspires me. Okay, good. Which is all the time because she believes in me. Because she would just be like, I, if if I was DJing and she said, uh, that, that sucks, you shouldn't just do that. And I'd be like, oh, well... <laughs> Right. I would say it like that. She would say it like that. <laughs> she would say it like that. <laughs> yes. And so when she believes in me and she's just like, you're good, I believe her. So I'm that inspires me to do it and to do it just well. You know what I mean? That's awesome. So, yeah. She inspires me completely. So God Does she her. inspire you, Ro? Oh, yes. She teaches me every day. Okay, good. <laughs> um, just about being patient. And loving myself more than uh, I did before, just yeah. but basically, but with her being patient with me, she because I'm I'm a lot of work, and <laughs> she she's showing me how to be patient. If she can be patient with me, then that's kudos to her because that takes a lot of energy just to deal with me on a daily basis. So yeah, that's, that's why I'm still with her. <laughs> Does the dog agree? <laughs> like, hey, I think she does. She loves us. Uh, so her. Say hi, Bon. Hi, Wanda. This is hi. pretty. Salty. This is pretty. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> so, so what's your main focus now? Uh, main like right now is to, um, I've been trying to contact Atlanta Pride for, because I filled out the application for the talent thing so I can try to DJ at the main stage of Atlanta Pride. That's my focus. Okay. Um, to get more gigs, a more consistent gig um, somewhere, maybe a club. I don't know if I want to do a club. New York. New York. New York <laughs> is on fire. I would love, yeah, I would love yeah. to do that too. I'm open to, to, to all of that. Um yeah, just doing that. Me and her, we've been going out to these bars and, you know, handing out the business cards. You know, just doing our thing, hanging people. with people, hanging. You know, have you considered um, virtual events of your own? Oh, she yeah. was doing that during the pandemic. She yeah, was doing I did that. Streams. Well, I'm on a. Yeah. I'm, I'm about to be on the UK radio show. Um, mm -hmm. What well, that's coming up next week. Okay, um, perfect. I'm going to talk to, you know, I'm still talking to the guy. I'm getting all this camera stuff ready for that. Okay. So that's awesome. So that'll be my virtual for right now. Cause this is and like, that, and the, that's more money. Yeah. <laughs> this is like the third, like, you know, I think radio show that I've done. Okay. So, which, which um, ones have you done already? Uh, it was mix it radio. Mix it that radio. was pretty cool. Cause he was doing like, um, Texas, all female, Nice around the world. So I DJed with a lot of females around the world. Like some of these girls were in Australia and somebody was in Jamaica. And then there was this little girl that she was I eight. Like that. She mm -hmm. was eight and she was a DJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Um, so I told you they're born with iPads in their hands. I don't know how it <laughs> happened. <laughs> yeah, it's so crazy. it's like I mean, she was just getting it and doing her thing. I was like, wow, at eight. Wow. I, she was I told really you what good. I was doing at eight. I was listening to my boombox. Yeah, it, I mean, it, it, 
<laughs> when you have nothing to do and you're trapped in the house through yeah. COVID, you find by all means necessary how to get it done. And you yeah. learn, you learn a lot. You either learn a language, you learn, you know, something. So I, I think that's awesome because, you know, they've taken so much of the, the arts in schools that it's really sad, you know? Um, I always thought that a DJ Academy, you know, I know there's one here, but I don't really hear too much about it. And mostly yeah. adults go there, but, um, you don't really, you go to YouTube and you learn stuff yourself. Yeah, you teach yourself. You yeah. Yeah. And you be yourself too. And that's more important at the end of the day. Yeah. It, that's just my opinion. That's all I can do. Um, all so can from do. all of your awesome experiences, mm-hmm. um, what, what, so we talked about your projects and we talked about your focus mm-hmm. and, and we know that your overall objective is to build the business and so that it can go up so that you can have um, people working for you as a team, mm-hmm. right? Right. So if, if you were to hire a DJ, what would that look like? What, what would your requirements be? What would your mission be? What would your vision be? And what would be the one thing that you want them to understand about your business that's going to, um, cause, cause this is what I've noticed. I noticed that when I go into some certain platforms mm-hmm. where they have DJs, where they play, it just tends to be a little bit like, okay, everybody's playing the same thing. Like, I don't see a difference, you know? Right. And, and, and I like to go into platforms where people are playing everything, not just house music. Right. Yeah. Because that's that's my mood. I'm moody. Like one morning I feel like jazz, another morning I feel like merengue. And the, the advantage of me is that I know two languages. I used to be a folklore dancer, so I know world music. Right. And I love world music. You know, I I can listen to Bollywood, not necessarily Bollywood, but like the real, you know, Indian music. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. They got some good stuff. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, like we talked about this before about the you know people don't like the corporate question where do you see yourself in five years yeah. so g- give us like a little summary of where do you see yourself like really like like give me like where do you what do you really want <laughs> because you know you can you can i know that the process is very difficult yeah but you know I don't, and I don't want you guys to give up either because you're on the right track, in my opinion, the way I see it, right? right. Because you are you are like listening, you're working hard mm-hmm. together and you're working together and you do communicate. And we did have this conversation about, you know, partners, you know, and how important it is to make sure that you on it. Because, you know, the next day you could make like $10 million and then you're like, oh, we were ready for that. (laughs) And now you're working for someone else. You know, like this is the, this is the thing that I think about. So where do you guys see yourself in like the next, like, do you have a a yearly plan or do you have like an overall plan? I know Ro is looking at me like, what the heck? Yeah. I was just thinking, kids. Okay. I think it's more like uh, an overall plan to where she can get enough um, jobs to where she doesn't have to work anywhere else. Okay, um, yeah. Have something really consistent. Not just, it doesn't have to be here in Atlanta. It could be anywhere yeah. as long as they do her right and treat her right, give her whatever she needs to do. Sign that her contract. Music, <laughs> the way she wants to do it. 
contract and be comfortable at it and uh -huh. that i don't have to work anywhere else besides what we're trying to do as far as get our business out there yes oh, yeah. okay so pretty much awesome. you know getting paid to where i don't have to go bartend and she could just find me gigs or whatever i you know i could focus in and put it all in on djing that's the goal and that's what i'm working towards good i like that yeah because it sounds it's it sounds that it's not easy <laughs> no because it's not gonna be yeah. but it sounds doable and reasonable yeah you know based yeah. on where we're at right now in, in right. this country and globally because right. we are going to end up in a global economy so we also need to think about you know i know right now everything is banging everything is out everybody's yeah. out everybody's, everybody's out, out. Everybody. yeah everybody's out like so everybody needs out. a dj everybody needs to let me tell you i got some sun finally i was like <laughs> oh my you don't understand the feeling of the sun in your skin how I much just... energy <laughs> I like laying out in the sun, even though I have melatonin. I still lay out in the sun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Filipino. I don't burn. That that feels good to me. I love it. It does. It, and it, it does something to to your skin, your your mm -hmm. your mood. Your mood, right. yes, definitely. Yeah. And you could tell people were depressed because they were out there. This whole week <laughs> everybody's been out. Right. And I enjoy that. And I and I think you guys are doing great. Let's keep in touch. Yes. Let's um yes. keep me up to rest. Share everything yes. you know through my. I'll be hitting you up with questions, Wanda. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I look. You won't be the only ones, but <laughs> you know, if you don't hear from me, it's probably because I have ten other people asking okay. me questions. Yeah. But I'm always here for you, and you know that. Okay. Um, you can text me whenever. You can call me whenever. I'm always here. I'm, I'm open to, because I'm also in the learning process of it as well, too, right? right? I'm not a professional broadcaster. I'm not a, you know, I'm like you with the people with the, you don't play vinyls. You know, they're like, oh, you don't know how to, right, <laughs> you don't right. know how to broadcast? Listen, I learned how to do everything. It's been a year, and I, and, and I hate to go back into my recordings, but people told me, no, you really need to go back. And I still haven't gone back because but i see the improvement right yes and i'm i'm a shy person which i learned that from tree that she's shy also right and i'm did no, you say you're shy? He's shy. i'm the shy yeah. one yeah. <laughs> everybody loves this face <laughs> but i did learn that there's some djs that are very shy yeah you know that yeah. they really need that other person you know to pull them out of it Right. right you know and and i'm like that like i only had 50 friends on facebook before COVID. you know and i hated to open myself out there like that right. and then i had to think about that i had to think is this really something that i want so is that something that you're you're ready for tree like you're ready for you know having groupies and people throwing themselves at you like <laughs> you know what yes because people already kind of do that to me anyway because like let me touch your hair or whatever what are you what's up they're always in my face so i it's already normal to me total so that's strangers fine. that's really fine. yeah wanda total strangers when we just be walking somewhere and some guy would just stop and say your face looks so amazing what 
Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm yeah, like, who are you? Where did you come from? You know, Thank strangest you. stuff happens to her all the time. They really do. People just approach her I, just from the way she looks, her aura, or whatever. That's yeah. Good. Yeah. And she's from Charleston. They say that the people from Charleston. It's that secret you've been eating all your life. <laughs> it's done some good. It's done some good. <laughs> but you're not jealous, right, Ro? Oh no. Yeah, you love it. You love it. Yeah. I am not a jealous person. Thank that. goodness. <laughs> She's not. I'm not. Yeah. So I want to thank you both for taking this opportunity to come to Salty Coffee and be part of the family moving forward. Yes. And do you have a message, both of you, one at a time though, but is do you have a message for your family, your friends, the people that support you constantly? Is there anything you, last thing you want to say to them or to me or do you yeah. have any questions for me? Because I don't see anyone asking questions, even though I'm not on the other Facebook. <laughs> I was going to ask you how you guys are salty coffee name. Um, Look yeah. at you. Yes. <laughs> so I was dating someone um, a while ago from a, a place up north, okay. um, not too far from here. And we would go to this diner that I lo love the coffee. Okay. And I asked the lady, hey, you know, what do you put, like, what's what's this coffee? I need to buy this because this coffee really tastes good. Like, I will have five cups of coffee, bro. Wow. <laughs> That's how good it was. I'm a coffee person. Wow. I, I know, coffee. but this was like black coffee because I like black coffee, right? Right. So she comes, you know, she's like a, a Irish, but not really Irish. And she had like this smoking voice. Let right. me tell you something. I'll be right back. You know, like one of those. <laughs> so I'm like, Oh snap! She's she's what's she gonna tell me? And, you know, I'm thinking, what do they put in the coffee? <laughs> so she scared me a little bit there. So I'm like, oh shit! She's gonna come back and she's gonna tell me they put pee on it. Like I don't know what it was. You know what she was gonna say? I don't know. Okay. So she's like, look, this is the trick. We add salt to the coffee. You uh. know, it takes the bitterness away. Oh. So I'm like. What <laughs> you mean to tell me it's not like some gourmet coffee or anything? She's like, No, <laughs> it's just dirty water with a little bit of salt. I'm like, What? Wow. So, what? apparently, in the Caribbean islands like Cuba mm -hmm. and in other cultures, they add salt to their coffee as well. And oh. because they like to drink the espresso, you know, the black, yeah, so they add a, just a little bit to take the whole bitterness instead of you adding milk, sugar, and all right. that bad stuff. Um, you just add a little bit of salt and it takes the whole bitterness away. So I decided in the conversation that I had with this person, I decided to name my podcast Salty Coffee. Wow. That is perfect. <laughs> so the the, the objective when I retire is to open up a coffee shop at the end of the oh. day. Oh, where, okay. where people could come in and listen to music and, and have right. a conversation with me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what you say? You need a DJ? <laughs> of course. No, but, um, seriously, but that's that's going to be the dynamics of it, you know, where okay. I have a little coffee shop, you know, and people could just come in, have a conversation, and be on the radio. That's cool. Right. I like that. Yeah. I love so, it. See, I, I thought big from the beginning, like yeah. the logo, the branding, yeah. Yeah. not just a podcast. I want to take it beyond the podcast. You know, I'm thinking right. slushies for the, you know, summer where people can just have that little truck where, yeah. you know, but with the logo. 
and they can tune in, you know, so the logo with the podcast can be on the little truck. Right. <laughs> yeah, things like that. So that's what I like about you guys, because you think big. You're, you're not just thinking, OK, I want to be a DJ and I just want to get as many gigs as I want. No, you you're taking it way to the next level. You're way advanced ahead of the game from many um, people who are starting new or have been doing it for years. You know, right. and it's like, um, I really, I really, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because you're from Charleston. Um, <laughs> um, but I, I'm really going to do some research on that because Kelly told us a lot of things about Charleston, you know. Yeah. It's horrible stuff, you know, that yeah. really, when you feel connected to something or someone, there's, okay. there has to be, in my opinion, there right. has to be some something there, you know, and right. I think that's important. I think we should all be open to not be so shy. Because <laughs> right. had, yeah. had you not come up to me, I swear <laughs> we would have never probably talked. You know, I was terrified never... when I was talking to you. Why? <laughs> I don't know. It's because I don't. I'm, I'm shy. I'm bashful. I'm yeah. I was like, "Who's this lady? Why she terrified?" That's her. She's like, "Oh, you need to speak to my manager." I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> and then I tell her, I was like, "You're gonna have to, you know, I'm gonna say you're my manager. You're gonna have to speak." When <laughs> I'm breaking out of it, she's breaking out of surely. it. I'm Baby out. steps. See, for, for me, I I I was a dancer when I was younger, so the way I expressed myself was through dance. So, mm -hmm. and if it wasn't through dance, it was through art or writing. So oh. I, I, that's why I love podcasts because I didn't want to do this. I didn't want to go online and show my face. I didn't want to do anything. I just wanted to, sh you know, people to hear my voice. Right. But with COVID, it made it a little difficult to get people to listen to you because people right. want to yeah. see. They want to see. You know, yeah, they want to see something. <laughs> 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 you know, they want and they want to know where the voice is coming from. You know, they want to. They want to. And it's weird how it works like that, where people really want to see you know but i tried <laughs> right but I, I do have a lot of people listening in finland ecuador italy um places like that on spotify okay. and anchor so i have been getting good feedback about my voice they say my voice is very calm you know very tranquil and that's why i started the mellow mondays you know because we're, we're partying all weekend so yeah. now we need some time to like you know just chill yeah yes. yeah so i thank you so much both for taking your time on a sunday i know yeah. i just got out of the flight you can't i'm not tired I, i'm actually not um i can go on and on and on but um i, I we got a little scared earlier because we couldn't connect but um everything works everything worked out fine and yes and i am so grateful that you said yes to salty coffee and that uh, we will continue to work together and yes. share our platforms and please anything you want me to share let me know i'll share it with you i'll do a little clip for you it, whatever you want i'll do it i don't charge um so hopefully you won't charge me <laughs> Oh no, of course not. <laughs> thank you for yeah. having us. Yeah. Because I think supporting each other is the way to go right now, you know. Yes. Right. And, and thank and you for popping her cherry on this interview thing. This is a fun <laughs> 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 
first interview, so yeah. Oh, for my my first one too. Like, oh yeah, popping our cherry. Some stuff. She's good. She's nervous. You guys do know we're on YouTube, right? Yeah, (laughs) we don't care. There's like a list of things we can't say, but I don't oh. think that's you know, it's just an ice cream, yeah, so that's, that's cool. Okay, uh, we'll okay. leave it like that. <laughs> yes, thank you for having us. Thank you. Um, let me see the little puppy again before we leave. She's Bye, Wanda. <laughs> so cute. What's going on? All right. Well, I'll talk to you guys later. Alrighty. Let us know if there's anything we can help you with as well. Of course. All the time. Okay. Bye. Bye. Those girls are awesome. All right, guys. Um, Thank you so much for joining Salty Coffee tonight. Um, It's been an hour. Wow. I just got back. Tomorrow, we're going to have Mellow Monday. Mellow Monday is going to talk this Tomorrow, we're going to talk about um, my trip to South Carolina. So that should be fun because a lot of pictures, a lot of stuff going on. And I'm exhausted. But thank you. And I love you. And here's a little clip. Luna, Ricky Baker, Proximo Destino, La Galaxia. Le gusta el roche, le gusta tanto. Está puesta pa' bellaquear. Hablando de eso, yo se lo canto Yo sé que quieres más Y yo no sé, pero tu actitud Me pone a soñar Me pide más y más Hasta que haga You're now listening to DJ Treehouse. DJ Tree, DJ
neither one of us wants to be the first to say farewell, my love, goodbye. Yeah. <laughs>